Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. So yes, we are joined today in studio, in studio. by the great Jillian Fisher, found at Fisher Jillian. <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, all of them. I think you're the only one of us who Snapchats. Snapchat's where it's at. I'm Is sorry. it really? I, I, I'm an old fogey. I don't understand Snapchat. I really okay, don't. I'll put the team on my back. I got it. Yeah, I might need you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I want to show a picture of myself with like whiskers or something. I'm not into it. <laughs> I just know it's something I'm not allowing my daughter to do. Yeah. <laughs> That's not fair. At this age, and her age, it's probably fair. That's what I think. She's 14. I'm not She's not Snapchat. You can do that on Google. You can, you can on, on the Google Hangouts. You can put like a beard on yourself. And yeah. Stuff. yeah. I, just, I, I just don't want to do it because then somebody will make a cartoon out of it. Well, like, uh, wait, what? Somebody will, or somebody already has? <laughs> no, no, they will. They've already done it once, twice, three times. A late, no, no. But you uh, can don't start singing. I wasn't. I'm not part of really the good. arena. I've seen them. They're very funny. Yeah. But you know, I don't like, know how they work. It's okay. Sorry. I don't use them all the time either. Like sometimes you do the silly, silly filters, like where you can like make yourself a dog. Yeah. Like, every time you open your mouth, your tongue probably would be wouldn't hurt. Wouldn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> in my case. Um, yeah, maybe it's really cool though, because like when you're at an event, like if or like if I can't make it to like there was the one time the NHL playoffs were on, they had a Snapchat story. So it was cool because you can get the perspective. Like usually they have the players in the locker room. Somebody's responsible for like Snapchatting some of the stuff and. Right. You so, story together does a pretty good job, so you can kind of like not feel like you're there, but you get a different perspective than just on the ice. And like if at a commercial break, it doesn't hurt to just check it out. So yeah. was Jeremy Tunsil using a filter on Snapchat when they had a gas mask with a bong on it? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, that, you know what? It could have been, but I don't think it was. <laughs> someone that someone really must dislike that man. I mean, wow. We're kid, you know, like I felt like that. That was pretty lame. I mean, that is well, your right. height, so like that's kind of crappy. Yeah. There's a couple things. There's a couple things. Obviously, you got to worry about who you're hanging out with. Why would you let someone take a picture of you like that? And don't say your account was hacked. That is the oldest lie in the book. Seriously. And even if it was hacked, one, step up your privacy settings. I'm sorry, but two, <laughs> this right. is the price that comes when you when you're in that situation. And I'm not saying that it's that it's acceptable that that people should be doing this, but if you're if you know you're going to be in the spotlight, right. be careful about the stuff you have there, and like don't don't let somebody take a picture of you right. doing I mean, because I'm, that's always come back. Well, everything's public now, right? I mean, that's how I see it. Like everything, every email I send yeah. out is could eventually be thrown up somewhere. Yeah. So the, the, the the video, I mean, the video was like he was holding his cell phone or holding his smartphone in he front of just, him. He was just doing. He was just smoking pot, right? Like essentially. He was, right. he had a gas mask with a bong on it, and he, and he basically took it off, and and it was him, and it was his face clearly. So there was no denying it. It wasn't something yeah, like this guy was like his his draft thing fell off the floor, right? Like he's now. So, no, no, no. I mean, he dropped a little, but he didn't. He, he went thirteen. Yeah. But they said it could like it could have cost him about fifteen million in in his contract, is what they said. Like that, from the result of it. Which is that's well, a, I mean, this is interesting because this is like a legal thing in some places. I mean, this is not. But we're even not talking if it's about, legal, like are the are the, like. The Denver Nuggets allowed to smoke weed right. because it's, it's legal in Colorado. It's not legal in Mississippi where he's from. But the, but the thing is, right. the, the, that and then the, and this is the thing: the, the, how social media can hurt these players, uh, and, and and even you know what they what they say. Um, this guy apparently he says his phone was hacked, but there was a conversation that was shared between him and his coach, 
ex actually asking the coach for money, which is obviously an NCAA violation. And then there was another player who was supposed to be a top five pick, a linebacker. I think his name is Mac, and uh, or Jack. Jack. His last name is Jack. And basically, he said that he had a knee problem that would require microfracture surgery. He was supposed to be a top five pick. He dropped completely out of the first round. But for his honesty, he cost himself millions of dollars. Wow. wow. Yeah, I mean, I give the kid credit. I mean, he didn't want to go somewhere and be something he wasn't with an injury lingering either. I mean, that's – I give that kid credit. That takes a lot of integrity. That takes a lot of integrity yeah. to do that, to do yeah. the right – that's doing the right thing when nobody's looking. He right, could have right. Like you said, he could have done it. And also, though, you're gonna—he knows he's gonna be under the microscope when he gets there. Big time. And yes. if you go there and you underperform, that's gonna be hard on him too. But he did the right thing. He did, he did the right thing. thing. Yeah. 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 Good. Good. I was gonna Good. say I'm gonna tell you one though that really disturbed me. I watched like 10 minutes of the red carpet, and you know, Michael Irvin interviewed a, a prospect, and he had like probably like a $20,000 gold watch on, and 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 Michael Irvin's like, hey, show off that watch. Hey, how did you get that stuff before the before the draft? You're not supposed to be able to make any money, and the kid goes, "Well, you, there's ways." And wow, that whole that whole conversation, that whole thing, just really annoyed me because look, I think the kids should get paid, right? We know that, but at the end of the day, they're not even like the guys on the NFL Network weren't even playing along with the NCAA rules, and it was just exploited to the worst maximum. I mean, there's a there's a Deadspin story out today. One of the one of the prospects spent you know spent forty thousand dollars on jewelry before the draft. What? Yeah. Well, obviously, obviously, the the running back from the Dallas Cowboys didn't spend any money on his suit. Wow, it was. <laughs> I spent. I, mean, I got fifty thousand last night on jewelry, but that's me. I've already. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're the, you're the king of bling, Nick. But oh, you know. the king of bling. But yeah. it does it all. So that there's two separate issues. There's a social media issue that that's yeah. presented, but there's also just like you said, the NFL Network kind of just blatant disregard for the NCAA rules. Whether you agree with the fact that that's what they are or right, not, that's the rules. That's right. the rules, and until something changes, that's the rules. Don't be flaunting it, and don't be so. In your, it was in your face, more or less. It was in your face about it, and that I don't, I don't need that. I don't need that. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, it's well, and I can't remember the name of the reporter, but somebody on Twitter last night when the red carpet thing was going on for the NFL was saying, "Hey, some of the NHL players should be, you know, the the, the draftees should be should be doing this." And I'm like, "No, no. that's the one thing that's refreshing about the NHL draft is there's not this, you know, Oscar ceremony, yeah. you know, Grammy yeah. awards." It doesn't, type fit, of, it doesn't fit with the NHL. It's no, just it, doesn't. Doesn't. it doesn't. It doesn't. They would be, you may, they would be totally embarrassed to be in such a situation now. because but, they're they're there like selling themselves up and that's just not I, I gotta tell you the kids the kids the NHL guys are embarrassed just because they have people dressing them now they're yeah. not even comfortable with that but they do it because they know there's going to be a red carpet and don't want to look bad they're not even comfortable with that yeah. well I have a great well, story like that this, like my friend Tom Laidlaw who we've had on before right he was um he one time told me the story about how he got drafted because it was like a long time ago when you weren't necessarily at the draft Right. And he wasn't at the draft. He was hoping he would get drafted, you know. But he was outside shoveling crap in the in the barn, like shoveling shoveling more <laughs> stuff in the barn. Hey, and watch it. His dad calls out. He's like, "Hey, Tommy, like, what's up? You got drafted by the Rangers." He's like, "Really? Oh, that's awesome." And he's like, "Go back to shoveling, you know." He's like, "All right." And that's how that's how he found out. About it. That's how that's how he found out. That's, he got, he got, he got that's such a hockey way. I feel like to find out though. That's well, I, 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 I have to. Uh, 
Frank, I have to say that, you know, uh, certain <laughs> NHL players, I know that, you know, and I'm sure Brent Burns doesn't care what I think about his wardrobe, but I remember game six against you don't LA. Know, you don't know that. You don't know that Brent Burns He just launched care. his own website, too, by the way. Just so well, you know, Mike, he launched a website. And he, and, he, and he sent you a really nice email that you would check it out because he yes, doesn't care he, what you think. He had a, he had a, pla a plaid suit with a top hat, I mean, it was a fashion disaster. I mean, I'm not Mr. Black. Yeah, he's going through all this effort, and yet still has not worked on his team. Like, he still is just... <laughs> I don't... I, I, one thing I... Okay, it was a pretty interesting suit choice. I will say that. It was interesting. Um, but he... It, he it, I don't want to say it worked for him. That's like that's kind it of it, that's him, his no. persona is like kind of interesting, it, it, something that nobody else would do. It's also Trey, North California. North yeah, California. and there was and there was somebody from Nashville because they were doing the same thing, showing the players walking off the bus toward the locker room. There was somebody on Nashville, I don't know who it was, who was wearing a pink suit. Wow. That's fantastic. I didn't see that one. That's pretty good. Uh, like it was a Pepto Bismol. It was sponsored by Pepto Bismol. The only, there's a couple of players I could think of that would probably do that, but uh, you know, Mike Fisher definitely is like, well, he's like the understated, like you know, cowboy. Or it wasn't Fisher. I would have recognized him. It was just some yeah. nondescript guy, but you know. But it's kind of nice to see the NHL players having a little bit of personality. I don't think that's sure. either. Yeah, no, that's always it's, good. It's something that the NHL players, if this was like maybe five, ten years ago, you would never see right. uh, Brent Burns pulling off that suit or a Pepto-Bismol color suit. So it's right. kind of nice to see a little bit of personality. No, no, no watch, Jillian. What will end up happening is I'll get an email then they'll stressing, it wasn't pink, it was salmon. Oh, well, oh. we apologize in advance for anybody who is offended by the misstatement of the color of the suit. Yes, very <laughs> You know that. That's obvious. My lawyer, Julian Fisher. Thank you. I am gonna. I am gonna give a preface. Like if Austin Matthews comes in with a big watch, he just made a lot of money overseas. Like that's yes. okay. Yes. Right. Well, and we'll we'll definitely check out his do watch. You, do you see him wearing a big watch? Though? No, I, like I don't. No. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, and the, my before we should start the show. But the funny, my funniest story about this came back in the second year I was covering this. Um, and the NHL invited the media for whatever reason. They, they, the NHL invites the media to a lot of events throughout the time. And you're usually, usually in New York or Toronto and usually can't go. But New York ones, I'm like, oh, you know what? They're inviting me. I'm going to go to this. So I took a train up to New York and I go to the Victoria's Secret slash Young Guns. I don't think they use those terms exactly, but <laughs> so, that would not have been right. Victoria's Secret slash like Young NHL Players. Yeah. Thing, right. And um, so I'm... I walk into this bar in New York, like up, you know, like just this one of these, one of these like you know, modern art run amok type places, right? And it's completely crazy. And you know, there's like a finger on the wall, and there's other, there's a there's a girl hanging from the ceiling, and one of those things spinning around. And um, and there's all these Victoria's Secret models. And I go outside, and you know, out of the car comes like Mike Richards, Upshaw, Hartnell, and Carter out of a limo, all Shock. wearing all wearing like jeans and flannel shirts. And they <laughs> they get escorted into this place. And it was the strangest scene because here they were all new, and it was like here it is like I really I equated it to like you know the the the, the Canadian farm boy meets the Victoria's <laughs> Secret model in the, in a New York club, and what happens next? You know, yeah. it's just like they were all just they were all like oh. Like zero to headlights. It was what? so funny, yeah. But it's just that is like different. Like there's and that's the NHL wanting the NHL to be hip, you know, so they have Victoria's Secret and they, but they have to remember these kids are just a lot of them are really they're from very rural areas. A lot so of these them are places are so rural. I mean, some of the Russians like grew up with absolutely nothing, and, and so it's amazing. But let's start the show, why don't we? Hey, eh? hey, okay. all right. We're not going to cut all of that out, are we? No, you, you don't have to cut it. I'm going to ring the bell. Where's the bell? No, 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 don't, don't ring the bell because 
Don't worry. Don't. Okay, ignore the bell, Mike. If you're looking, if you're, the bell cannot be I'll, on run, Mike. I'll just, I'll just cut out the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the uh, speeding ticket stuff. Don't worry. Nobody wants to hear that over again. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe somebody. Does. The rest of it was fun. They can, they can leave it on there. It's good. Um, Friday, April 29th, we'll call it. You just looked on your phone for that. <laughs> I didn't know what day it was. I'll be honest. Hey, better better that than him getting it the wrong date there, Russ. He still right. might get it wrong. It's still fifty fifty. <laughs> <laughs> you can still say it wrong. So Seriously, I mean, I haven't yet bought my shirt that I'm going to buy for myself that you have to like. Yeah, I wonder, Jillian, could I go on Snapchat and see what one of those shirts would look like on me? Yeah, I mean, we could we could make <laughs> that work somehow if you'd really like. I, I will say this though, I made Jillian sous vide yeah. steak. It was. I will. I have to defend the sous vide steak. It was delicious. As good as any steak you've ever had, right? It was. It was juicy. It, it was, was delicious. It was delicious. Was the sous vide brisket. <laughs> but, but you know what? I could imagine it being pretty delicious with the sauce. It was it, not popular among the people at the party. Uh, okay. <laughs> Just kidding. I take it back. I mean, it was delicious. I well, I mean, I was no. hating on it originally. But here's the thing: my wife, it, like, make, my wife makes it like you know, wrapped in cell in like aluminum foil, just with like a bottle of Heinz ketchup and right. some you know. And, but everybody like that's just how it's made. That's just like yeah. there's a people are like this is the more Jewish really. This tastes right. yours tastes you yours tastes outside of the yours tastes way too nice. It tastes like it should be in a restaurant. So that's so but it was it, it uh, lost. Can I, have, in the can, I off, I lost. can I have a sous vide steak hoagie, please? It would take a while, but well, yeah. you'd have to. You, we could do it. We could do it, and it would be delicious. I I take back talking crap about See, the sous vide machine. Thank I take you. it back because it was actually really good. So. I All right, guys. Appreciate you saying that for now while you're here when you have to. <laughs> no, but it was good. I did eat it. So <laughs> if it wasn't. All right. <laughs> we know. We know you're being held hostage, here, Julie. Right, yeah. <laughs> you have nowhere to go. When I wait three times, that means come and save me. Right. Right. <laughs> You don't see the guy on the other side of her with a gun over there, you know, just holding it to her head saying, you know, say nice things about X. All right. Hello, Hockey World. It's Friday, April 29th. <laughs> Rush, you freaked me out, man. Not fair. So we're going to do it again. Hello, Hockey World. It's Friday, April 29th, and I know it is, damn it. 2016. <laughs> I'm Mike I'm Julian Fisher. I'm Russ Cohen. I'm Hecklin. You're watching the Hockey Buzzcast on HockeyBuzz.com. Apparently, the dogs are taking, trying to break the door yeah, down. Yeah, the dog sounds are trying to break. They really like Jillian, so um, <laughs> they're it, so cute. They're upstairs, though. and they just they were like, "We gotta come down. You gotta come down." And you're watching the Hockey Buzzcast on HockeyBuzz.com. This is the podcast that comes here every Monday through Friday around this time to discuss the comings and goings. And while Jillian was having my lovely steaks to eat, and we were having wonderful discussions about life in general. Bruce Boudreau was relieved of his duties. Is anybody surprised? Any thoughts? Do you think it's fair? I think it's fair, but I still kind of wonder about Bob Murray. Like, yeah. after now, does he get another coach? Really? I, I just – look, I get that Anaheim's a different kind of market, and he has had success there. But at some point, you have to look at it and say, when did he get to the end of the road here? What has he done the last couple of years? How have the – transactions been, how the trades been, like those really are, are not, they haven't been great there. They haven't been. I mean, they're, they're an organization with a lot of talent. They're an organization with a, with a deep uh, defensive core. They have core players that a lot of other teams would drool over, and they just haven't put it together. Now, they got the Game 7 in the conference final last year, but they lost on home ice. And I think that the, 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 the thing this year, the slow start, 
the you know, he was his job was saved only by the Ducks being the hottest team in the NHL in the second half. They win first place and then they bow out in the first round after bow, after losing in seven at home last year, after losing in seven to LA the previous year. It's enough. I mean, and the year before that, this is three. This is another fourth year fourth in a year. row. So yeah, yeah I mean, it's he's another one. You get a free fajita. Yeah. <laughs> he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a very good head coach. But he's one of these coaches that has a reputation, like it or not. It's sort of like the Marv Levy syndrome. He can get you so far, but he can't win the big game. And maybe that's unfair because you know he has come up against teams that have gone on, gone on to win Stanley Cups. But he, he can't get by that. And I, I do agree with Russ. I mean, Bob Murray deserves some of the blame here. It doesn't seem right now like he's going to lose his job. It seems like now what's going to happen is that you know Paul McLean or Trent Yanni, who are assistants in the organization, will will probably be the next head coach, and that probably buys Murray a couple or maybe three more years. But really, if they don't win in the next couple years, Murray is going to be the next guy with the head on the chopping block. The theory here, okay, and the theory is this: that first of all, first of all, Bruce Boudreau, this does he's a nice guy, really does does suck. Right? He is. He's a great guy. He is. But at the same token. This is this is healthy. <laughs> He's got to get the hell out of there. And it, this yeah. feels a little bit like Barry Trotz did in Nashville. I mean, Barry Trotz is a great coach, but there was just it, time had come. You know, it's like mm -hmm. this. This is like it's. They're, he's going to realize as much as it sucks now that when he gets to another place, he's gonna. It's Staying gonna be good. is not good. You lose right. four games that you balance oh, yeah. playoffs. Four Here's the thing, though. Don't casually say when he gets to another place because I feel like there has to be some new blood in this league, and I'm really getting tired of. Guys who have just gotten fired getting another position quickly, even after having, you know, marginal results. Well, I, and, and I agree with that, Russ, but the thing is that, that you know that there's that old network of general managers who feel comfortable, or even... Uh, well, I mean, or, even when you say, like, bringing in a new coach, I know just being a fan of the Flyers and being around them as much, there was a lot of backlash about the attack stall initially. People were... Yeah. People well, that's fine, but, it, but it's, it's worked out. It's, but people, even though it's working out, I still yeah. hear people saying they don't know if they can trust no, him. No and even despite the fact that they had, no, I, you don't want to say successful season, but my gosh, they told them that they weren't going to make the playoffs, and they yeah, they, they kind the of gave the Capitals a slight, uh, uh, they gave them a series. So okay, but here's an example. Like I, if I, if there was a position open, let's say whatever team, I don't even know what team, I would give John Stevens a look before I would give Bruce Boudreau because I think Stevens deserves a look, another well, look. And that's the thing. They just keep recycling the same guys. Well, I mean, they they do they do, but there is there does seem to be more openness now toward. I mean, Haxtell was out of the NCAA. You don't see Ron Wilson getting a job. You don't see Randy Randy no. Carlisle was up for the San Jose job, didn't get it. Maybe he'll be up for the Ottawa job. Maybe he'll be up for the Minnesota job if they don't give it to Torchetti. But maybe he'll be up for this job. Although hey, I Mike, think here's where I just don't. Boudreau is no is. Is a good coach. Like he's any better than average coach, actually, and he has he has failed. But at the same time, his, he did a hell of a job this year at Anaheim. I mean, that this I mean, he really did take that team when they were just going nowhere and somehow but get them. Part off of the team. reason they were going nowhere was because of him too. Like it's a double-edged sword. Well, that's true, and it's a it's a catch twenty-two and a double-edged sword at the same time, which makes it really tricky. Um, but you know, what does that even mean? I don't know. It sounds like something you'd hurt yourself with, or maybe <laughs> in your past self with. Um, but yeah, the the um, but 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 with with Murray, okay. Anaheim is a cap team. Is not a cap team. Anaheim has a really specific their own salary cap, and what Murray's done there 
in my opinion, is pretty fantastic. Like he's built, he's really done a great job at putting together a team that is among the best teams in the league pretty consistently. But without going without going to the cap, and I know there are some contracts that are coming up now that are bad. But still, he's he's found a way around that before. And that's the thing. It's like they haven't been a cap team, but they're going to be a cap team depending on what they do. Because if you if you uh, they won't let them be a cap team. They won't. I mean, I remember talking to I remember talking to. Um, well, that what I'm what I'm saying what I'm saying is that they, you're probably right. They're on a budget, but the thing is, they have three restricted free agents who could easily make five million dollars. They can't pay all three no, of them. So and they have Ryan Burke. Ryan Burke, sorry, Ryan Burke used to be the general manager there, right? He was the general manager there before he was with Toronto, and he would flat out tell you, "There's a, there's, you're, we can't go to the, we have a limit, we have a number that we right. have to go to." And just because the league's suddenly making more money doesn't mean we can suddenly go because we're not making more money. So no, I, I you're, you're right. right. Let me ask you this: If this is healthy, so they've got one, two, three, four UFAs. Five UFAs, two RFAs, all on offense. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, they – And their have, problem is offense. There's no way you can plug in all those guys and get great results. They're not going to get great results out of that. Some of those guys, though, also don't, don't discount the fact that this is not the worst place in the world to live. Okay? Like these players – these players, no, I get that, but that's a lot. make less money to stay there. Um, but they have offensive the, problems, and they have a lot of openings. Living in Manhattan Beach is a big difference. Sure. Take, take into consideration this. They have three, three RFAs in Lindholm, Vatanen, and Anderson. Instead of, you know, they may pay one of those guys, probably Lindholm. The other two, if they make deals for those players and get players on entry-level contracts or locked up on long-term deals that are reasonable salary, then that's a move that Murray can make that that makes sense. But it's going to be tough because, I, I, you know, those those players, Vatanen and Anderson, are going to be expected, you know, they, they're going to expect to be paid if they're in Anaheim or if they're someplace else. Some team that trades for Freddie Anderson is going to probably have to pay him $5 million bucks, and he's never played in that place before, so it's a risk. I mean, Kevin Bieksa makes the same amount as Cam Fowler. Yeah, there is, that is the most ridiculous signing that Bob Murray has done. The Bieksa signing, I agree. I mean, I, I think Bieksa's done. Bieksa was done. He really did not show much this year. And and you know, people who said in Vancouver he was done. So now that was a reaction to the Bosch to, to Bosch Right, right. It was a reaction. But then, I think I think Vatanen and Lindholm they'll, they'll be able to both keep them there. And it, I don't think uh, really, I, I don't think so because they're, neither of them really has a whole lot. I mean. To, to a whole lot of leverage there. I mean, they really—they're both RFA's. They both have situations. They, they, they have—they have—they have leverage in a way. The thing is, it's like after, and you know, the the one contract that's been signed so far was the Morgan Riley deal in Toronto, and it was five five million dollars for six years. He's twenty-two years old. He's played in the league for three years. That's basically what Vatanen and Lindholm have done. Okay, d does Anaheim want to go the go the the bridge deal route? You're yeah. probably going to end up paying. Four, three, three and a half to four million dollars on a bridge deal. So right, let me let me let me ask you this. So right now we've got Perry, Getzlaff, and Kessler through twenty twenty. They yeah. make up thirty seven and a half percent of that cap, approximately. Yeah. Right. That's, is that smart? Yes. That's. I mean, no, it's not smart. No, it's not smart. <laughs> no, it's not smart. But at the same time, it is Corey Perry, Ryan Getzlaff, and Ryan Kessler. I mean, those Corey are Corey Perry who had. Yeah, but he that's still that you don't expect I mean obviously if Corey Perry and Ryan Getzlaff who had a really hard year too. So 
But know, but when you have when he signs it, you can't blame him for signing those contracts. I mean, no, 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 no. But when you when you contract, have, yes. I mean, with the Kessler contract, I think we all sort of went, okay, he is older than those guys. First off, he's more beaten up than those guys. He is, uh, yeah, and he's not the kind of score. He's a role player, so a good, really good role player, but still a role player. See the the reason the reason why both Vatnin and and Lindholm won't be back is because they have Theodore. They have a couple other really good young defensemen coming up who are going to be making nine hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars on an entry-level deal, and the quality of their defensive play won't drop off significantly if they if they promote those guys. They can trade one of those defensemen to a team for a couple forwards, and then not have to sign Santarelli and Stewart and Perron and their their UFAs. It makes more sense, and that's probably what Murray's going to do, but he's going to have to get a good return, and it's the, he's going to have to plug in players who work in Anaheim because we've seen with what happened with Haglund when somebody didn't work in Anaheim. They ended up trading him right also away. The system, right? So we can argue that too. So there's – yeah, I, I agree, but let's we got a whole summer to talk about Anaheim. Let's see the other things we got to get on to. And I do think – I mean, I think at the end of the day, I do think Boudreaux gets another job pretty quickly. Um, and I know what you're saying, wrestling. I, I know it's a problem, but um, or is a problem that they're not bringing more young young coaches in. But there's also something like Ottawa has very been very clear about the fact they want somebody with NHL experience, right? That's yeah. something that they're looking at. So John Stevens has NHL experience. Are they going to interview? Yes, him? does. But he's also, you know, his NHL experience as a head coach wasn't all that. Fantastic. Yeah, but right. everybody deserves a second chance. We've oh, seen what what's happened with second chances with that. I mean, it's not like was Elaine Vigneault great in Montreal? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's let's go with this here because we're t- about ne- about last night's game. Uh, the Department of Player Safety has just released that Washington Capitals forward Tom Wilson has been fined twenty four hundred. I knew they were going to fine him. I knew they were not going to take a player out of that series. Even though it to me, I never saw a slow mo, and personally, That's I kind of don't want to because life happens in normal normal speed. Um, but most of the time, most of the time. <laughs> but even even in just the regular, like watching it on the ice and watching just a sort of standard replay of it, it does look like he goes out of his way slightly to make that hit knee on me. I have a different he take on me, but he went out of his way to do that. I think he was faking to do it and then actually did it by mistake. I, for whatever reason, it did look like he was trying to intimidate by doing that. Right. And then it actually hit him. That's what I think he did, and that's why I think he got fined. Whether that's true or not, we'll never know. I'm going to attempt right. to bring this on there and see if I can bring this Because this is like, I, got, I do have a slow-mo version of this. Because Wilson does do that. He does try and intimidate. Yeah. And yeah but you have to, that's a fine line you're walking if you're trying to intimidate. Oh, it's a fine line in that position. That's, that's and, position and, is a fine line. And and it, with a with a playoff scenario, we're not going to know, you know, Shiri if he's really if he's seriously injured or slightly injured or not injured at all. He didn't practice this morning uh, f- for the Penguins. And, and okay, know, so I will, there we go. Okay, this is this is this is what we have here, right? So this is ridiculous that this is not a suspension. This is as blatant as I mean. Look where the penalty. Look where the door is. Look where he's skating to. He's skating off ice. But he's trying to right skate by him and just clips him. Do you see where he's trying to just skate by him and get on the bench and sort of like, like a, I, yeah, I, well, I ought to type thing, Russ, or yes. like, go by. I yeah. don't buy that at all. No, this is Tom Wilson we're talking about, man. Yeah, I, I still think that's him. what he did, and I think that's why he didn't get suspended. Yeah. I mean, Tom, Tom Wilson, Tom Wilson's job in this series is to be a professional disturber and. Right. It, 
and and to be to be big and to be tough. And and we know that 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 area between the benches is the Bermuda Triangle. That's where every, that's where everything happens. So yep. you know, was he was he going out of the way to to hit Sherry? We'll never know. It looks like he took. Oh, a he's definitely going out of the way to hit Sherry. How do you say we'll yeah. never know? You know, but here's the thing. This is like Brandon Prust over there. This is like Brandon Prust going by the goalie and just clipping him ever so slightly. He does it all the time. Right. No. See, he, but this is knee on knee. That's knee on knee a little different, right? A rookie player who's known for his speed. He's going right. He's going right after the source of the source. He's trying to take him out of the series. Like now. It, by clipping a goalie, I think sure. goalie is a very protective position. But knee on knee is different. Like that's very dangerous. That could have and when you're going like that, I just think that yeah. that's that's a play where you have to be. If you're trying to intimidate, I don't know if I do a knee on knee as my my type of like. Well, you're you're not in that mind space either, though, Jillian. Let's that's also that. true. I'm not yeah. in that intensity, that intense moment. Yeah. Actually, actually, the most da actually the most dangerous thing that happens in this play is when he gets when he goes butt over tea kettle. His state his skate almost hits Dumoulin. It, right. It, the face or like on the leg. So I mean that was the that was the thing that was the most dangerous. I mean not to not to dismiss you know the knee on knee collision, but you know we don't see that's the thing. Uh, the NHL and it's always been in my opinion the NHL legislates their their suspensions based on how injured the player is. Yeah, which the player is not, I don't think that's which, well, they're technically not, time. but they're technically say they don't do that, right? Of they, course they don't. Of course they say they don't, they, but they do. Whether or not it's a suspension or not, and then they'd say if he's hurt, they'll we'll give him more games. That 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 is okay. That's the official word on it, right? So what I'll be surprised at is if Sherry doesn't play in game two, I'm surprised that Wilson didn't didn't get suspended because if he was like hurt like a long-term injury, I think he would have been. I think there would have been ramifications. Well, I this, think behind the scenes, I think they do check with Pittsburgh and ask what his status is, and right. I think they do yeah. tell him. And that's why that's why Pittsburgh probably didn't make him practice. They said, okay, well, he's hurt, you know, trying to get him suspended. But he did continue to play and all that, but that doesn't – the intention is so clear here. It's, it's a fine line, and this is what line. hockey is. And this is what playoff hockey is. And I'm telling you, I think he went. He goes like this, and he just wants to put the thing in his head. He wants to put it in his mind. He's going to the bench, but he does clip him. And I think that's why he got fined. I don't think he meant to. That's going to rip your knee apart, and I'll be out of here. I don't think it's like that. I don't. So wait, Mike, I didn't get did – you, do you think it's suspension worthy? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at it based how the NHL usually – Puts things together. Honestly, I, I've seen I've seen worse yeah. things yeah. that didn't get suspended, and like, I've seen lesser things. Talk about than, Shen not getting suspended for cross-checking a knee. Right, exactly. So I mean, no. I you I would drive myself crazy trying to figure out what the NHL is going to do with suspensions. I don't. <laughs> That's I don't. A bigger issue, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I don't think the NHL wants to suspend anybody in this series because this is. Such, I mean, last night I didn't see the game live. I saw bits and pieces of it afterward. But I mean that was probably the best game one of any series so far. One of the I better. Think it was games. the best game of any series. I yeah. think this is the best I... hockey we've seen so far. Actually, though, I I really hate the fact that Mike Milbury kept pointing out at the end of the game. I was well, like, that's a soft goal. That's a soft goal. It's like Mike, really? I it was super me? sloppy, and I was like, but they now, were going off on how sloppy. Yeah, okay, so like, maybe yeah. there's a couple things. Also, I happen to think that the Pens defense isn't as strong as everyone has been claiming it is. I think that's sure. part of it. But also, these are two ex such severely talented yeah, yeah, right. offensive yeah. teams 
that just shows how talented their offense is, like that they're able to break through. So when you have somebody whose defense has both been like boasted up and that people have been talking such great things about it, coming across this this hot offensive team, it's gonna look like that. And that's okay. It was a very good game and I yeah. think I think Watching it as a fan of the sport, I thought it was a great. Just, I thought it was a great game. I thought it was highly entertaining, it was, it was. and I thought it was well played. I did. Yeah. Can you, imagine a, can you imagine being a rookie goalie and Milbury's your GM, and that's what he thinks of that game? Seriously. Oh, I know. You and traded Roberto awesome. Luongo. Remember? What was that? You like, traded Roberto Luongo from the Islanders. Yeah, that was yeah. a long time ago. But yep, indeed. Um, yeah, I don't know. They they were really obsessed with how bad this game was. They kept talking about how bad it was, which is really odd because it's been so. I, I actually turned it off and watched and watched the um, Canadian feed because I got so tired of it because it was just really messed. Yeah, you didn't know what was coming next. I love that about that game. Yeah, I thought it, yeah. I liked the goal score. I thought there was a lot of great goal scoring, and I don't. I mean, calling them weak and soft goals, I thought that was unfair to the goaltending too. These are great goal scorers. That's no, you, you were played almost as good as Holpe, which is amazing for a rookie. And I think Hopi couldn't do anything on a few of those goals. Like there's just that Malkin goal. Nobody could stop that. Nobody in the That's world. Right. Yeah, a, you want you, you want to see you want to see weak and uh, weak goals and soft goals. Look at what Ben Bishop did against the Islanders in Game One. Yeah. That was weak and that was soft. And they did not. Re they did. They did say Ben Bishop needed to be better, but they did not like destroy that game the way that they were trying to like pull this game apart. And maybe it's because the expectations were so high because everyone's been talking about this is the series, this is it, this is yeah. the one we're all looking forward to. No. So maybe they thought maybe let's lower the expectations or something, but I did not think that was called for really. You, you want to see weak and soft goals, watch the St. Louis Dallas series. That'll that'll be there'll be weak and soft goals in that one. The one thing I think they could learn something about marketing NBC because if you remember I said it's not about Crosby and Ovechkin and it's not. And that's no. all they keep building on the next time they show a pre preview for that game, they should not be showing that. That is not the angle. No, it's so easy to go the Crosby Ovechkin route on this. And and that's the problem. Maybe yeah. back in 2000, and was it 2008 or 2009 when they yeah. played each other? Maybe uh, the teams behind them weren't as strong, but now they both have teams. There's a team, there's a, a bunch of other players, and it's the secondary players that are making the storylines here. That's true. And the yeah. thing about the Crosby Ovechkin that's always bothered me is that there's the undercurrent to it of Crosby's the better, better player because he's Canadian. And it's always, have you ever heard, I mean, I don't mean to be a yeah, jerk. I've gotten into very big arguments. Yeah, I still think Crosby is a better overall player. Right, it's never talked about really, but it's like we want to prove, the, like the big thing, they want to prove that Crosby's better. Yeah. Crosby right. has to be better because he, and, and I, it really bothers me to know I, that. I don't think it's because he's Canadian. I think it's because, A, he's a center, uh, <laughs> and, and Ovechkin's a winger. Ovechkin's a scorer. Crosby's a playmaker. Crosby's a, a better two-way player, whereas Ovechkin is mostly offensive. Although his defensive game, has I was gonna say his defensive game has his defensive the last game has two years. Yeah, has improved va vastly under yeah. Trotz. But I think that's what it is. I think it's the it's the you know the power forward versus the superstar center. I think it's that sort of argument. Not 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 he's Russian and he's Canadian. I mean, I think I the the both of them are two of the best players I've ever seen play the game. But, but, but the thing is, look, Crosby is the better all-around player. But when people, when this argument occurs, and it occurred on my Facebook page a couple times, I get why people want to say Ovechkin's better. I just don't believe it. But is he one of the best goal scorers ever? Yes, he is the best goal scorer of this generation by far. He's, yeah. the, he's the best goal scorer that I've seen since Mike Bossy. And I yeah. maybe you know maybe you maybe could make a case for Brett Hall, but I, I think Bossy, you know, Bossy was the the best of my childhood. He played less games and he was pretty unstoppable. Right. 
So uh, quickly, I want to get into the NHL expansion thing, and before we get into tonight's games, um, okay. the NHL expansion and the NHLPA and the NHL have decided on some terms. Um, they're starting to just creak out now a little bit, um, and they're basically what I what I was hearing that they were going to do last week, which is that the big the big question on this was the no movement clauses and the no trade clauses, right? Because yeah. no, if a guy signs a no movement clause, can you technically you know force him to move. Like the idea of that contract is no, you know, you can't. But when I talked to the NHL a year ago, they said, yeah, that everybody will be exposed. And I said, well the NHLPA is not saying the same thing. They said they're not gonna let it suppose. So this was this this had this had, you know, knockdown, brag, draw out, brawl written all over it. But somehow they they did come to terms and it looks like they made a compromise that the no movement clauses will have to be protected by the teams and the no trade clauses can be left exposed. Oh wow! So yeah, it's 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 half and half. So, but there's so many players under no trade clauses. Like there's yeah. a lot, like so many of these big players. A lot of them do have the no movement clause, but the no trade. Right. If you're gonna say no trade and no movement clause, then like there's no players right. left anymore. It seems like there's no names but left. The interesting thing about this is you have to protect the no movement clauses because that right. that means that the, like a guy like say Scotty Hartnell in Columbus. Who they would love to leave exposed, they can't expose. And does so, that go into your total number that you're yes. allowed? Oh, so well, that's this almost guarantees that the Rangers have to make a trade because they have a couple of guys with no movements. Lundqvist, Girardi. Right. I mean, that's those are two I can think of right off the bat. Chicago has seven guys with no movement clause. Seven. So yeah, the most of those are guys you wouldn't move. But but, but regarding Hartnell, if Hartnell waived his no move, no trade to go to Columbus, then they're no longer in place. So right. he, he's technically not in. Not, doesn't not, have, not, yeah, okay, so not Hartnell, but guys like that. Like, Hartnell had a no move clause. Well, he's gonna get bought out. He'll get bought out. Though. Oh he'll yeah, but I'm saying like a player like, like, players, like, like that. players like that that had a no yeah, move clause. Lots of players like that. So I mean, but but but, fun, but ironically, the things that did come out today. The the parameters, you know, seven, three, and one, or eight and one, that stayed. Uh, right. The the two year pro uh, indication that stayed. So a player who played in the AHL one year and the NHL another year, or played two years in the NHL, they can they had they they had to be protected. They are not exempt. Yeah. So somebody who was drafted in the 2014 draft. You have to protect them, otherwise, and and they and that they goes into your total number. Just so yeah. you hear it, it's clear, right? I think it's great. No, it, no, it doesn't, Mike. What's that? Doesn't go into your total number, or it does go into your total. It, it, no, you would have to protect them if, if they play yeah. two years pro, NHL, NHL. So but now the tough part is teams that that wanted to sort of get a player matriculated and moving along right. and put them into the AHL system early. Are now going to get penalized for it because now they got to protect that great prospect. Where before, if they'd have just let him stay an extra year in juniors, everybody says, "Hey, what's the harm of a guy staying an extra year in juniors?" Well, this is where it wasn't a harm because they wouldn't have to worry about being protected. Same right. with the NCAA system. You know, yeah. there's guys stashed there. I mean, that's these are now strategies. Yeah. yeah you can only lose one guy. I mean, it's right. not, that's terrible. But you know, but if there's two teams, you can lose two. But right. there's, I mean, there is a good possibility that you know that team will not be as bad as the Ottawa Senators were when they expanded, right. or San Jose, or any of these expansion teams. They, this team, you know, you could you could put together some veteran players. You know, you're going to get some players with with salary and term, and you're going to you can get some good young players. And if you have a, an astute GM that gets hired by Las Vegas, you know, that team could be a year or two away from being competitive. Yeah, see, the whole thing is, I think the, 
Yeah, you want to. I was going to say, I think, I think fans are going to say, hey, they should draft all young guys and start the right way, but they have to sell tickets. Right. And so I think they are going to have a heavy veteran presence because they're going to just scout guys like they normally scout guys. They may take a few prospects, but they can't afford to take too many because they have to be able to field a team. And yeah. so at the end of the day, and, and they're spending $500 million to field a team, right? So at oh, the end wow. of the day, they are going to pick up some of these high-priced guys because if somebody's – look. Vegas is not going to be the most hardcore market, and they are going to depend on a transient crowd a lot of the times. And that transient crowd's going to want to know about a few stars that they could go see that night. And and I also think that you know we've already said for the last couple of years that the NHL draft has become the trade deadline in terms of transactions. This summer is going to be nuts, even more so because teams who are going to want to prep themselves for expansion. You know, we talk about Pittsburgh with the three yeah. goaltenders, or other teams with you know situations like like that. You know, they're going to have to make moves preemptively because they could get stuck exposing somebody they don't want to lose for nothing. Right. Oh, look at a team like Anaheim. You know, that's the team with goalies too. That has two goalies that they're gonna have that's, to. Get into. There's a lot of teams with two goalies actually. That's why. That's why they. That's why they may probably have to trade Freddie Anderson because, you know, if you sign him to an extension, then you've got him and you've got Gibson, who one of them can be protected and the other one can't, and then you lose Anderson or Gibson for nothing instead of, instead of getting something for them. I'll yeah. give you a nightmare scenario. Let's say St. Louis doesn't protect Jordan Bennington. And let's say they choose Jordan Bennington as their backup because he eventually will be the number one whenever they're the high-priced guy, you know, retires, whoever that might be. Right. That would really hurt the, the Blues. It would. Oh, yeah. Which means trade Which means trade Jake Allen or trade Brian Elliott yep. now. Right. Still can. I don't know if you trade Elliott right now. Yeah. No, not, no, not – yeah, but yeah. Yeah, they, well, I mean, obviously you can't do it right now. No. It's not, yeah, I, I don't, I mean, go trade him. <laughs> By the way, Brian, we just traded you. Sorry, yeah. you're, not you're, not, you're not starting. We just traded uh, you for Tuka Rask. Tuka, come on in, play game one. <laughs> um, I was say, I was more saying that actually, yeah, Alan would be more the person I would. Yeah, it would depend. I guess I think it's I think it'd still be written right because if if Elliot, it depends how far Elliot goes with him, and he's one he's one around. So let's get into let's let's transition nicely into this game yeah. tonight. We did a nice transition. <laughs> actually, it's a transition. Good. <laughs> what do you think I brought it up? I'll get a dollar for that one. Um, all right, so tonight, let's start with the... I'll put the, that towards uh, my ticket. <laughs> don't forget to validate that. Um, <laughs> St. Louis and Dallas. This I've been hearing just nothing, but we... I mean, this people are just not giving Dallas a shot in this race. People are throwing Dallas oh. out. Throwing Dallas out. And it's, really, it is, uh, it's bizarre because Dallas is a good team. They did win the division. These yeah. goalies are not great, but they have won with these goalies, and they've beaten good teams with these goalies. Um, right, gone through the last series. Um, Minnesota, yeah. I know, was not, they, you know, St. Louis has more offense than Minnesota, which is true. Um, but, you know, still, I think at the end of the day, my biggest concern for St. Louis is is have they won the Stanley Cup already in their minds? Like, beating yeah. Chicago, beating Chicago is mean, such a big deal. I mean, deal. it sounds like a crazy thought to say that, but I don't think it's that crazy for, like, you to think that they have that kind of emotion going into it, that it's, it can be very easy to go in and have that letdown after. It is, it can, it's happened. It's not that crazy to think that it could happen. Right. It, it's completely possible that a team can mentally check out. Yeah, that's true. But this is the Dallas – this Dallas team right now is not the Dallas team that won the division. You, you don't have Tyler Sagan. He's right. not playing at the start of the series. You don't have Cody Eakin. He's not playing. He's hurt. 
you've got a, you've got a, a, a morass in net right now. You don't know who to start. Niemi was in, Lettinen was in. Neither one of them played fantastic. Now Lindy Ruff's got to juggle that 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 situation. And defensively, you you know they they allowed five goals to Minnesota without Zach Parise. So I mean I, I think defense is a question, goaltending is a question, and depth up the middle is a question. So I, that's why I think most people are picking St. Louis. And what St. Louis did against Chicago was impressive. I'll make an argument for Dallas. What I would try and do if I were Dallas is make it a track meet. They've got a lot of guys with a lot of speed. They do have a fair amount of youth. And even someone like Spezza is still really a gifted skater. Just keep pounding them with speed. Just keep Try and do the puck possession thing. Try and play like Pittsburgh. They might be able to do it. To me, that's their best chance. If they try and play grind it out hockey, they're going to get killed. Yeah. And so I, puck possession is going to be huge. I think they cannot yeah. give the puck. The Wild had a lot of a lot of time with the puck, and I think if you give yeah. the Blues that much, they're going to they're going to run all over them. I think yeah. that you cannot give those types of the way, the way they were playing. They were they will score more goals. On them if they give them that much right. time. Right, and Dallas, Dallas is a is also is, is also a really underrated offensive team beyond Sagan. You know, we talked about like Spezza is Spezza is a heck of a player. Right, and I think that you know at the end of the day, you know they have a lot of and their their defense is very offensive. I mean, they're very much like Pittsburgh in a lot of ways. And, and they, you know, but I think that St. Louis, I do think St. Louis is going to win the series. But it would be really interesting to me tonight. I would not be shocked for Dallas to win like five to one. And, and, you know, Sharp had some big goals in the first round. I mean, yeah, they have other weapons. I, I think actually an important player for Dallas is going to be a guy like Roussel because he is so annoying to play against, and he can get underneath the skin of anybody, and he's quick enough. You know, if they match him up against a guy like Tarasenko, Tarasenko might lose his mind, he might, might swing his stick at him or something like that. That's we can't – look, we can't forget about Jamie Benn. He could be a battering ram. He, he's a heck of – he's one of the best players in the league. You know, Spencer did have nine points in six games. Again – I know it was like four months ago when I told you people I thought were burying him. I think if I'm t if I'm the in the World Cup, I'm picking Jason Spezza. That's just me. And you know they still have guys like Klingberg who are going to be great with the puck. Like they they could cause some matchup problems. I mean, is Nishushkin going to be in there? What do you think? They moved they moved Nikushkin up to the top line. Um, like okay. Last game, you know. And I think they should keep that because you know what. That's some size and speed, and that's going to make St. Louis have to put their best pairing to cover that line, and maybe some of your other lines can benefit from that too. I think that's what Dallas has to do. I don't think Dallas is completely outclassed here. I, I disagree with that. No, I don't think they're well, But a lot of people are acting as though they are. They are. They're really I mean, talking like they are. No Sagan, no goalies. And right now the Hockey Buzz poll of viewers, um, of, of our readers, like with only, only it's early because only 400 people have replied, but – the, uh, only about 10% of the chance to win this game. Uh, well, 20% say, and both of the, you know, in six or seven, where, you know, 80% are going with the Blues essentially. So that's a big, that's a big number for our, you know, not that our fans were right a lot last round because they weren't, but um, <laughs> but you know, that's that's still a, there's something though that I want to go back to that's that I that I really look forward to. And I know Russ, I think you were in this press conference with me in 2006. Um, I think I, I don't even think we were friends. Then. I think you. Th you I don't think we were friends. I, I don't even think you spoke to me. Yeah. You didn't want anything to do they with were enemy, They were frenemies. You're like, no, we were, we were, no, 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 no. We were never frenemies. He just, he no. just, we didn't know each other. <laughs> yeah, we didn't know each other. I'm in this press conference. You can see my back of my head. Um, this is the Flyers. This is this is Hitchcock and Lindy Ruff. You know who were again reunited for this. Oh, yeah. 2006 press conference. Let me see if this. See if you can hear. That. I have the audio of that. I'm one of the few. Here it is. So here, I think you should be able to. Who's your love lost between these guys? No. There's no other answer to it. I mean, you 
supposed to dump the puck in and, and stay out of the zone. No, we just wanted to play. I'm going to bring this up so we can see it too. Um, but yeah, so this is Lindy Ruff talking first now. And this is right after... That's not it. This is really not working well sometimes. Um, all right, so let's oh, go. Lindy, Lindy looks like a big black square. Well, I mean, that's about right. Well, uh, oh, oh, what's happening? What's happening, guys? Infinity. Sorry, hold on. It's <laughs> not like, like I was we, in Tron. We've just we've just come into Tron. It's like a, it's like an episode of Tron. <laughs> that was Infinity. That was it, isn't it? Uh, all right. Well, sort of. You can see it on the side there. Okay, so let's just go with this for now. Um, all right. That's so not Lindy Ruff. He's not wearing a black shirt. I'm gonna yeah. make this bigger. I'll make you smaller. Here we go. So watch this. Here we go. Ready? So this is Lindy Ruff. Talking to the media, I swear in a second we'll have it. Here we go. All right. Okay. 2006. Ready? Your mouse is going crazy. Come on, mouse. What the? We right, have a on. lot of new messages, by the way. Do I? Yeah, 3,004. 3, I can set this up if you want. To get to them this afternoon. All right, here we go. Lindy yeah, most, and most of those messages say fire Mike. <laughs> uh, here we go. Listen up. Okay. You just got to play. No other answer to it. I mean, you're supposed to dump the puck in and a little bit of fact. The, the Sabres have just beaten the Flyers eight to two. Okay, <laughs> should be known that this the, this is the Flyers. It got a little ugly. Eight to two, right? Here we go. And stay out of the zone. No, we just wanted to play. And uh, yeah, more they acted like idiots, the more we wanted to play. Well, that's Lindy's opinion. I've seen his teams do the same thing, so he, he ought to not talk about that. That's it. Not Wendy, no. You got to you got to remember these guys faced each other in 1999 in the Stanley Cup Final, right. a series that ended on a very controversial call. So I'm sure they're not exactly sending you know sending uh, chocolate bunnies to each other on Easter. Okay, no, so but wait. There's something important about this that you don't get from the video. So Hitch was acted like he was done. He took like three steps away. Everybody picked up their mics, and then he told them to go f off. Yeah, yeah. And only because yeah. I was slow in picking up my recorder that I got it and I got the sound to XM. But he tried to fake out the reporters on that Hitch. Wow. So wait. So he didn't know that they were slow. Whoa! What's happening? <laughs> we're falling on the chasm again. We're back. We're back. But so wait, he didn't know that that was being recorded? Is that well, yeah. No, he knew it was being recorded, but he knew half the people would give up on the press conference when they thought it was over. He, he, did, a, he did a Tom Wilson in the press conference. He did a fake. He circled around, and he went back and said that remark. Right. And like I said, half the people didn't get it. Yes. Probably yes, more than half. You have it, so, right? As soon as, he turned off the, as soon as he turned off the tape recorder, he said, your mother's ugly, too. You know, and there you go. So that's, I have that's that, great. and I have X saying bad things about Mike, but I haven't used that one yet. <laughs> <laughs> feel free to use it any time. Um, all right, so, yeah, so this was uh, – the, so, so these guys are getting back together again, you know? This is going to be fun. Um, and what I remember about the series – because the Flyers did make a series of this. This was a pretty good series yeah. eventually. Um I think I think the I think the Sabres still won the series. They did win the series, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, but what I remember about this is that Hitchcock did this kind of thing. This is very calculated. Like Hitch doesn't just fly out the handle. Hitch realized right now that his team had just lost eight to two, 
And here's a chance for him to say something that'll become the story, as opposed yeah. to the team losing H two. And that's, that was that's, in Buffalo. That was in Buffalo, and they were getting ready to go back to Philly. I think it was in Buffalo for sure. And um, yeah. yeah, I remember they were they were going back to Philly for game, and it was it was that's so still funny to listen to. Oh yeah, it's still funny. <laughs> yeah, so these guys get to reunite their friendship tonight um, again. And yeah, like you say, they did play. They did face off against each other in the Stanley Cup Finals before that too. And Hitch was with the Stars, ironically enough. Um, so. Yeah, this is this is gonna be this is gonna be a good one. I think it's they're both very off. They have offensive power. I think it could be a high scoring one. Yep. But I do think the Blues win. You got I the do. Blues. So I what's... have the Blues in six. I do. I have the Blues in six as well. Yeah. Blues in six. I am gonna take the Stars in six. Whoa. Is that because you want to be different, or is that what you really? No. Well, no. Russ, Russ is doing an act. <laughs> no, I'm not doing. I, I am not doing an act, and I'm not it, trying it, it to be different. Stars and seven. I'm sorry. Six. six. No, stars is six. I'm not in love with St. Louis's goaltending, and I think there are some snipers still on Dallas who maybe can exploit that. And Russ the Chicken says, cluck you. There you go. Uh, Russ the Chicken uh, is waiting in the wings. He's going to give his predictions yeah. after this. Um, all right, so he's coming back. He's back. He's back for today. You know, we, and I, because the, you know, like a separate webcast. Yeah. In the wise words, wise words of Taylor Swift, Haters gonna hate, 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 hate. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know for sure. Um, what are you saying? That's, that's what right. I'm talking about right now. That's right. All this time you could have been getting off this sick beat. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's um, let's go to the late game, of course, which is knife. <laughs> Wait, where are you going, Mike? <laughs> nothing, nothing. All right, so the late game. You got a bomb bucket on the side. I the game I can't lose in or I can't win in, depending on how you look at it. The Sharks and the and the Predators, um, two teams that I really, I just, I absolutely love these teams, and I think this is gonna, I think this is gonna be a great series. I really do. I think that this is a flat out. This is like a love triangle for you. The seven game series. <laughs> well, it's my old love, the Sharks. My old love, my versus my new love, the Predators. Um, so right. I have to go with the Predators, and from a fan's perspective. Um, but I'm actually going with the Sharks from a for, for picking perspective. No, 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 no. Which team are you picking? I'm picking the Sharks. Okay. Picking the sharks in seven. Um, and don't compliment the predators. If you're picking the sharks, you're picking the sharks. I'm rooting for the predators and picking the sharks. No, 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 no. Can't do that. No. I feel like I'm in the middle of an argument. I don't like it. Because <laughs> I'm literally in the middle of it. <laughs> I can, and I will do that, Russ. <laughs> I'm so sorry that you had to hear this, but I can, and I will do that. <laughs> I feel like I'm He's asserting his power. Billion, we're not splitting up. Don't worry. <laughs> Thank you, Russ. <laughs> we're all fine. <laughs> Mommy and Daddy can fight sometimes, yeah. but no, we're all good. Everything's good. Um, no, but I'm going with this. I, I, and the reason I think is I just I feel like the Sharks have a little bit of team of destiny in them right now, and I think that the as good as the Predators are, the Sharks have a lot more offense going than I think the Ducks had going. Well, uh, and that's my feeling is that this is a Sharks series to lose. Since it's not possible for both teams to choke. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I'll take. Right away, Mike. I'll take. I'll take San Jose in six. I am going to go with Nashville in six because I think some of the age on San Jose. We'll see how that holds up in this series because the Preds have younger legs. I love what I've seen out of Ellis. Shea Weber is starting to get monitored a little more and not getting away with as much dirty hits, but he's been a force. Yossi, who I think should be a a, a Norris candidate has been playing great. I think there was a certain amount of puck luck that they had in that last series, and maybe that's going to still follow them. 
No, I mean, it's, no, I hate the term puck luck. It always I know, but there was. I mean, there's no and, – and I have to believe yeah, there's better games that. ahead. And I have to believe there's better games ahead for Pecorini. I think he had some really right, good ones. Let's talk luck here. What, I, mean, I mean, there's – how many posts did the Kings hit, too? I mean, there were tons of – No, but those Corey Perry almost goals, like, mm-hmm. you're talking about a puck. Like, he had his stick on it, then he couldn't get his stick on it. It bounced behind him. Like, there were so many opportunities. Roman Yossi made a glove save in the crease. I mean, This is know. like the Angels in the outfield, but for the Predators. <laughs> yeah, I'm really upset about this because I heard I heard people on XM today saying, you know, oh, I just can't get into watching the Predators. I'm not going to stay up that late to watch the Predators. And this is, I will. This I think that people are not giving them enough credit. No, they're they an interesting team to watch. They're a very interesting team full of – How really can they not be interesting? They just upset. Yeah. They, took a, they took the Ducks to seven games. Yeah. Everyone counted them out. Who doesn't love a Cinderella? We love Cinderella stories. That's, that's why we like Marshman. I'm waiting for him to play down to Georgia. You know, I'm sure they play that over the, you know, <laughs> over the loudspeakers there. Yeah. Wait, I mean, what was that, Russ? I didn't hear you. I said I'm waiting for him to play Devil Went Down to Georgia at some point during the game, you know. I, I, I'm so sick of this, like, southern thing with Predators. They are not as – I mean, No, they're not southern. You're right. They're, they're more Nashville is not – Nashville is made up of mostly New York and LAers. A lot of, and it, it's a music town. It's it's not really. I mean, there are, there's a definite. I mean, not made up of mostly of that. I should say, but there's a lot of that there. It doesn't feel like a southern town, except for the charm it has and the great sweet tea. All right, let me ask you. <laughs> besides that, this is a legit question. If I go there, I get a diabetic wearing boots right. to sneakers. What's the percentage of people wearing boots? What's the percentage of people wearing sneakers to this game? There are at least ninety percent of the people wearing sneakers. People don't wear boots down there. I mean, they, you want me? I, I mean, I'm they, gonna find people with boots on tonight. In that game. <laughs> but I'm telling you, every time like, I find a pair, I'm gonna tweet you. Find them on Snapchat, Russ. Find them on Snapchat. Heck, we should consult Paul. We should we should consult Paul McCann because he would know the boots to sneakers ratio. I will ask him. I can text him right now, actually. <laughs> but also, I, I, again, I like the Predators. I do like the team. I. I also just like that's a team that I'd want to go and I'd want to visit and I'd want to yeah. I'd want to explore. Great place to visit. Yeah. It is. Yes. It would be the most fantastic Stanley Cup parade of all time. But I do think that the Sharks win in this series. I think that I think that the Predators have some of the defensive advantage. I do, but I also think that the Sharks, right now, I just see the, the offense being better, and I don't see Rene having re- repeating that game seven performance for four games, winning them four games. Well, I- all right, well, if they had a Stanley Cup parade, would Willie Nelson be holding the cup? And <laughs> I kind of wonder, would he be holding it upright? Because remember, Def Leppard, you know, Joe, the lead singer from Def Leppard, was holding Joel. it upside down. Joe Elliott. No, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna get, you're gonna get some serious stars power. You're gonna get Carrie there. You're gonna get you're, this whole thing's gonna be really crazy. It'll be fun. You'll get, you'll get, you know, Amy Grant. You'll get. Would Mr. Ed, would Mr. Ed show up? <laughs> not. That's not. Cool. Toby Keith. <laughs> what? So it's a good, it's a good, it's good, um, it's a good, it's going to be a good place to have a parade. That's all I'm saying. I, and I, I really, I really hope it happens. But I just do think that the Sharks team is 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 better than them. I think this is a, you know, I really, I. So so in so in both picks today, the the outlier was Russ. The role of Eklund yeah. is played by. I'm Russ not playing Hull. the role. I'm telling you what <laughs> I'm saying. We are professionals. Like, we didn't have the mascot battle. Like this we're, we're about, about to do that. Oh, mascot battle! <laughs> you had to say it. You had to say it. No, no, no. I, I Why are you? It. Every party has a pooper, and today it's Mike. Okay, we're gonna have a mascot battle, and we're gonna have. No, that's ev- that's every day, Jill. Oh yeah, <laughs> today I was about to say today it's Mike. Today. Um, all right, so um, okay, so here we go. There's a shark versus a predator. I'm gonna go with a saber tooth tiger since that's on its logo. Um, of all kinds of predators, because sharks are predators. So. 
The saber-toothed tigers can't swim. They will drown, and the shark no, will... That's not true. Sharks. Saber-toothed tigers could swim. Sharks cannot survive on land. No, no, no. Two animals. I don't know. Sharknado has shown me some pretty crazy... <laughs> That's, 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 Sharknado wins, right? No, this is this is the, there's no doubt to me that the predators win the battle of the mascots because because they because a shark can just also get, these are two legitimate mascots. I, I right, this, this is, is like actually, the first time I'm like I don't mascots. Know. I, we're not we're not battling something like that. Yeah, we're not. What was that, Russ? Think about this. This one's a draw because there's no way a shark is going close enough to the land, and there's no way a a tiger is going close enough. To the water to get to the shark. It's tigers like, fish. Like, tigers, like, tigers are fishing animals. No, no. I like this. I could see a tiger breaking out a rod and reel there, actually. No, 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 no. Tigers fish. <laughs> you know, tigers, Bengal tigers fish. I'm sure saber tooth tigers fished. Um, they don't exist anymore. We'll get with them. I was telling this to my son, and my son said both of these animals existed in the Ice Age once. Well, tigers didn't work very good at fishing. The sharks sharks should win because the sharks survived the Ice Age where the Bengals Tigers did not. But I'm going with with the Bengal Tiger or not the the, the Sabertooth Tiger. All right, let's go to the other battle, which which features a blue singer versus a celestial object. Um, This is a lot harder, of course. Celestial object is really, really hot and can burn you, so (laughs) I don't want to get anywhere near it. It's going to... You can't even like look at it if you're too close. No, you can't. Hard. Yeah, it's really. Um, I yeah, guess. Most, most blue swingers are sweating all the time, so they look like they're hot. So. Oh yeah, it's a good point. It's really yeah, hot. I mean, this is a lot easier than the celestial object versus the wild yeah. um, <laughs> that we had to try to figure out last time, but still not even not hard to. Um, still very hard. I mean, I I don't know where to go with this. I, I'm going I with the blues because the blues singer can make the star stop shining because it just it will suck the life out of it. It will make it feel bad. <laughs> We'll just depress the hell what out of them. What about if the celestial object comes as like an asteroid to Earth? That's a bad thing. So no that, one wins that one. <laughs> yeah, no, the celestial object wins it. What if won the game of winning Earth? What if we say? What if we use the term of stars in terms of like famous people, um, and like say, okay, so a blue singer wants to be a star, right? That's his whole goal. So. He will try to impress the star, but stardom will always elude blues singers because blue, the blues are just not that popular right now. <laughs> All right, here, I'll give you this. That's a good argument. That's, that's a new argument. I like it. Either way, the stars win. So the stars win the battle. Wait, wait, wait. What were you going to say? Wait, so let's say we're going like B.B. King against John Wayne. I'm taking John Wayne. Wow, that's a good one, though. You would think to take John Wayne, but, you know, in real life, B.B. King might be more badass than John Wayne. <laughs> Oh. I mean, they, John Wayne might be a better actor, but you know. Well, if he stuck him with the diabetes tester, then maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't make sure you don't just give. It was a commercial he did. What do you want me to do? <laughs> just make sure you don't give BB any of that sweet tea from Nashville. You know, make sure you don't give him any of that sweet tea from Nashville. Someone's uh, at the door. Hold on, I'll be right back. Ah, oh, jeez. Oh no. Oh god. <laughs> the, do- the dogs are going crazy. <laughs> Mike, you can just. Mike, you could leave if you want. Uh, no. Wait, 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 so wait, did we cover? We did not do the Islanders. Did you guys already do this one? Yeah, we did the Islanders. Yeah, we did that one yesterday. Who? How'd that work? How'd that go? Uh, the lightning. The lightning shocked the hell out of the Islander. Yeah. Okay, that's what so. did you guys say? Is, I I was traveling. What did you guys say is an Islander per se? 
Well, the thing um, is, Eck was, Eck was painting a picture of the Northeast Alexa, like the, the fisherman guy from Long Island, which is a very small percentage of the island population. I lived there. The larger percentage of the Long Island population is very affluent. So that's what we painted it at. Okay, all, all of a sudden, this show has gone to the birds. What? Listen, you. I'm telling you. You, Mike, you're a problem. This girl Wait, now you're a lefty? You used to be a righty. I've always been what I am. <laughs> Funny, something's something's chicken. coming out of your hand. There's a there's an appendage out of your out of your hand there. Uh, yeah, I've been told that a couple times. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> um, Are you afraid to get on camera? I think this is the this is my better side anyway. Uh, it's side. It's, it's profile. Profile. My profile is definitely the way to go. Um, You're like the Cyrano of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Haters gonna hate us. Haters gonna hate. What the hell's that? <laughs> I thought we were doing mascots. <laughs> it's your girlfriend, Miss Pac-Man. Right, fine. All right, I'll move over more. Ah, uh, hold on. Uh, no, you don't have to. That's a, the last. All right, let's just do that. this, right? All right, first of all, I'm gonna. First of all, no, I won't turn it. What I want to do not turn the camera. <laughs> what I want to say is, for those of you who think that I am not. Uh, hold on one second. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you need a better writer. I'm just saying. <laughs> Obviously, uh, Rusty Chicken is, is suffering from uh, from dyslexia and uh, certain other uh, mind altering situations. It's a tough day down here. It really is. You know, the weather is not that great. It gets kind of all sorts of crazy. And now there's a chicken. Oh, <laughs> 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 is this any better? No. What happened? No, it's not any better. It's definitely. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, Russ, is Eklund giving you a suppository or something? <laughs> What's going on? So, guys, um, I, have, I have a real question while Russ the Chicken works his stuff out. Sure. What did you guys decide for the Capitals and um, Penguins? Uh, I, picked, I picked Capitals in seven, I think. Wait, what are you talking about, the mascots or the teams? <laughs> Okay. Uh, Russ, the, Russ the chicken has muted you, unfortunately. <laughs> no, but I'm not muted. He's just knocked out the audio. <laughs> Hello. All right, listen, I guess I'm running the show. Mike, there's no audio. No, I can hear you. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yay. You're back. You're back. Russ, give, 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 us your, give us your picks, You're Mr. Good. Chicken. You're good now, Russ. You're good now, Russ the Chicken. Are you Next talking about mascots or no, the game? No, no, right. no you, you move. Right Russ here. the Chicken, you're not listening to me. I'm listening to you. No, no, you're not. Move. Go back. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right. Here we go. There you go, Russ the Chicken. You're good now. All right. misery. When it comes to the sharks. And the predators. And the predators. You know that I am definitely... Not for predators. Um, and sharks are predators, so I'm gonna go hard on this one with the predators in five. Nashville oh, okay. in five. You heard it right. The reason I'm gonna say this is because the South they love their chickens. <laughs> okay, so he's going with the predators in five. I think they can hear me, Miss. Because in case they can't, it's because <laughs> they're also looking at you like they can't hear you. Can okay. you guys hear? Can you guys hear Russ the chicken? Yes. You guys are looking very, very confused right now. Unfortunately, unfortunately we can hear them. Yes. I'm just wondering why in a city where they... But wait, Russ the Chicken, in a city where they love chicken and waffles, why would you support that? 
<laughs> I got this. Thanks, thanks, okay. thanks. I appreciate it. He just, he just gave you the stink eye there, Russ. Yeah. I don't have to... I don't have to legitimize my thoughts or picks. Okay, Mr. Chicken, give us your Blues Stars uh, pick so we can go make chicken wings of you in a minute. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely with the Blues here because star-shaped chicken is a problem. You ever been to that Carl's, Carl's place where they make star-shaped chicken? <laughs> Carl Jr., yeah, Carl Jr. He's going to be made into a star-shaped meat product. Definitely, with definitely the Blues, and I like the Blues. I like, I like that good old-fashioned rock and roll stuff, too. Okay, Mr. Chicken, go away. You got the oven chicken blues. We got it. The oven chicken blues. Excuse me, Mike. <laughs> Sorry for living. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye, Bye Russ the chicken. Bye, young lady. Bye, Russ the chicken. Yeah. It was nice seeing you again. We do ah. we do appreciate your company. Yeah, not I really. I think Russ the chicken hit his head on, on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Rusty, it may or may not be blood, actually. So, Rusty Chicken is—he's destroying X set. He keeps working on the set. He knocked over his computer last time. You know, I don't know. He's just letting things go amok. Is that stupid chicken hair again? What the hell, man! Well, he man, messed up your uh, hair and everything. Yeah. Uh, well, I just—I just had a interesting experience upstairs. Um. Okay. No, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Shall we wrap the show with the NHL draft lottery tabulations? This is it. Let's hear it. Oh, wait, wait. We've lost your sound again. You muted yourself. Unfortunately, you couldn't mute yourself when Russ the Chicken was. Uh, okay, we're waiting. We're waiting. Uh, we, we, we did the NHL draft lottery simulator 31 times from, wow. the, end, from the trade deadline to, uh, to yesterday. Up oh, and I just logged up. All right, so go ahead, keep going. Okay, so so um, we did it 31 times, um, and the t only uh, one of the 31 times was a team that actually made the playoffs selected. That was Philadelphia. Right. One when they were not in the playoffs. Of the 31 times, the team that was selected most was. I have to give the drum roll here. The Toronto Maple Leafs. Seven times out of 31. Uh, second place was a tie between Columbus and Buffalo at four. Winnipeg, three. Arizona, Edmonton, Montreal, and Ottawa. Okay. Oh, hey! Welcome. All right, rest of the chicken chewed through a cord. There you go. <laughs> We're fine. What a, what a, well, no, never mind. So here's something. But here, wait, Mike. This is interesting. Well, let, so, me, let, me just, let me just recap. Let me just recap because they didn't hear. Okay. Um, so I, we did the uh, NHL draft lottery simulator 31 times. And the, it was like 71 times, but I'll buy you. No, no. We, we, uh, I, I counted from the trade deadline until now. Great. And Great. the winner seven times of the 31 was Toronto. There you go. Which is twenty two and a half percent, which is more than the percentage they have going into the actual lottery. That's right. good math there, Russ. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> okay. uh, Buffalo and Columbus were had four first place selections. Winnipeg three, Edmonton, Arizona, Montreal, and Ottawa two. 
Vancouver, Calgary, Colorado, and New Jersey won, and Philadelphia, uh, who didn't wouldn't qualify because they made the playoffs. Had That'd be not right. Yeah. Yeah. The the team that won second place the most was Edmonton with five, uh, and the team that won third place the most was Calgary with six. Interesting. Huh. Interesting. I did ask Mike Brophy this morning. I was on a show with him on XM. What would happen if the three American teams had a clean sweep? Would Canadian fans be upset? And he said he thinks there would be like a Twitter would break. He, he basically thought on Twitter it would be horrible. Yeah, Twitter. Yeah. I think they would break. That would happen. Twitter would break if that happened. I think that actually. is possible. Yeah. And he right, doesn't agree with it. He doesn't agree with it, and we don't either. But but he thinks like yeah, it would be awful on Twitter. Like it would just all hell would break loose. Yeah. Here we go. The final ever. Well, all before this don't matter. This is the winner of the draft lottery simulator. It is the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, followed by the Toronto Maple Leafs. Big oh, Jets. Canada for the sweep. Oh, Canada, you really did poorly this year and get the draft highly. There you go. So, that, you know, so Mike, you're going to actually be live tomorrow from the from the NHL lottery. Not the simulator, but the actual lottery, which is totally different than the simulator. Yeah, it'd be tough to be in the simulator, but yeah. Um, I'm going to be in the belly of the beast. Yeah. Um, weighing down those ping pong balls with uh, special water. Yes. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, do they? Here's the question. Do they have like the lottery commission go in there and, and check those balls? I mean, I there is there is a whole thing. There's a whole there is, two okay. sets. Of Waterhouse is coming in. They do. They have them in there. There's two sets of them in case one of them was somehow to fall to ill will or okay. So and Mike, will you you will if we look at your Twitter, will we be able to tell? Will we be able to like follow the story along? Like they're checking the ball now. Well, we, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm earlier. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, they they apparently what they do is they do the selection with in front of like all the representatives of the teams. Yeah, right. So there's no so there's no you know there's no chicanery. It's not like a, a secret process, but they don't reveal it obviously until they have the show. I think it's going to be at 8 p.m. tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Sportsnet is uh, going to be broadcasting it. It probably it'll be on the CBC Hockey Night in Canada broadcast. Right. Um and. Yeah, it, it, I, no, nobody seems to know how they're going to reveal it. I was talking with some people yesterday, and it's like, if you remember last year, what they did was they revealed the teams in, or, in inverse order, lowest odds, first, so that would be Boston, and they would go through. And then when the team who won the lottery came up, Edmonton in this case, the gold uh, card came right. out. What I think they're going to do is they're going to do the same thing, but since there's the lottery pick for three picks... They're going to indicate, okay, say Arizona is one of the three, Edmonton's oh, one of the three, right, right. and Toronto. So then they they will have those three separate, and then like, like almost like a Miss America pageant, they'll reveal third, second, first. Wow, that's but, outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> if you're staying home tonight to watch this, <laughs> it's tomorrow. Hey, it's gonna it's gonna get Why big ratings in Canada. Tonight, 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 no, tonight's Lottery Eve. I mean, we all have our special traditions around here. We get we set up the Lottery Eve tree. <laughs> Don't leave hot chocolate and cookies. It's the wrong time to do it. Sing carols, you know, Lottery Eve. You're on the, is, on there, the, is there a lottery? Is there a lottery? National is there a lottery menorah? Right. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. But, Mike, the important thing is ask the hard-hitting questions like what they brought for good luck because that's why we're here. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I think that no, this is this is going to be fun for all this. This is this is the moment of fun for all the teams who don't make the playoffs. This is their time, and that's yeah, that's good. And for the teams who are, are already being eliminated, there's no fun at all. Nope, no, no like fun. If, like if Brendan, Sh I want to ask this question. So, like, if Brendan Shanahan had his, you know, had his dog, and he felt like his dog was lucky, would he be able to bring his dog to the lottery and have him sit on his lap for good luck? He'd probably had to bring a bring a picture of his dog, but not the actual dog. But the funny thing is, is that the I, I don't know if their chair will be empty, but Buffalo Sabres GM Tim Murray told the NHL, "Save your paper, I'm not coming." Why? Wow, he's really mad. Send a representative. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming that they're going to send a representative. Maybe, maybe Dan Bilesma, maybe somebody else from the Sabres organization. But Tim Murray is not is not going. Probably, yeah, probably thinks he's bad luck. Yeah. Yeah, well, whatever. I mean, that's that's fine, and that's fine, you know. But but it would be it would be weird if the Sabers if if since Murray didn't go, they didn't send a representative. I think they're probably there's probably gonna be somebody there. Maybe Jack. Should Eichel have a plate there. of chicken wings. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, but uh, not from the. I think it should be revealed through interpretive dance. That's what I would like to see. Like I'm um, just like you know someone come out there and just be like you know. The uh, maple leaves, you know, like a maple leaf. And a thing it's like a plate of rust the chicken wings from Anchorbox. <laughs> what, what if you did? What if you did it like a magic act? I think that would be good. Yeah. Or, or, or charades. Crazy. Charades. Gary. Charades would be fun. Gary Batman. First word. <laughs> and, <laughs> Sounds like and the GFs, Toronto. The GFs have to be the ones that guess it. That's the only way it's fun too. Is if if Batman is the one that is trying to act out, and the GMs are the ones. Have to guess it. Just imagine how strange that would actually be in real life. Imagine <laughs> how awkward they would be. <laughs> no, but you know, here's the uh, thing. First clue, fracking. The old Doug Henning, one, two, three, it's me. You could do that with the with Austin Matthews holding the gold card. It would be fantastic. Poof. There's yeah. lots of there's lots of ways to make this yeah. interesting. <laughs> All right, so we will be we'll be Mike will be there. Follow Mike on Twitter. At Mike in Buffalo, you can follow Russ at Sportsology. You can follow Jillian at Fisher Jillian, and you can follow me at Eckland. And we will be back on Monday to discuss who won the draft lottery, but not to do it again because there's no reason to do it again. Right now, now we can now we can do two months of mock drafts. Right. Ooh. Ooh. Let me beat myself with this. Um, no, but uh, yeah, the lot. Too much. Hey, 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 that's my business. I, no, I don't. I, no, I, I, I'm bad at these things, though. That I will say, yeah. that is probably my biggest weakness. So. Well, prospects are not my thing either. But we'll we'll get through this um, because we have the best in the world in Russ, so we're in good shape. And then Mike's getting no better. pressure. No pressure. No pressure. Mike's getting better at it. <laughs> Remember that the buzz. It is Mike just, sucks, but he's working at it. There he he's trying. You know, he's really giving it his all. I'm gonna give you a participation trophy, Mike. Okay. <laughs> Without the buzz, it's just hockey, and that's all right. See you later. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.